Welcome to Music Raygon. My name is Paul Champanelli. My name is Kirk Pinchon. And this is the show for which every episode we choose a musical theme, then we watch videos about that theme and talk about the... the... God damn it. <laughs> talk about the... Bit, bit, bit. It's music. It's a Raygon. My name is Paul Champanelli. My name is Kirk Pinchon. And this is the podcast for which every episode we choose a musical topic, then watch video clips about that topic and talk about the clips, right, Kirk? Goddamn right we do, Paul. Oh, Kirk, this is yeah. a special one. Yeah, it's about damn time. This is a topic that you chose. Yeah. Uh, what's the last episode we did about one particular musical artist? I feel like it's been a minute. Stevie Wonder? Oh, I hope not, because that was a thousand years ago. Uh, that was well before the pandemic started. Uh, oh, God. But that's what we're doing this time. Yes. For an, or- an artist of your choice. Yes. Who you know much more about than I do, so you're going to guide me through on this one. I'm going to take you in on a journey of George Michael. George Michael, whose real name is... Oh, boy. His real name is Georgios Kyriakos... Pana Ioto. Yeah, I've never learned how to pronounce it, never. and I'll never remember it without no. looking it up. So smart it's for the going Greek, the Greekest name you've ever heard in your life. So Greek. Take that, John Stamos. That's right. In your face, Stamos. <laughs> Go play bongos with the Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. George Michael, thank God he changed his name. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, George Michael fucking rocks, man. I don't know if he rocks. That's maybe not the verb for George what Michael. He does. Grooves. Yeah, he yes. rules. He rules. Look, everything, uh, everything in life either sucks or it rules. Yeah, George Michael rules. George Michael rules. Yeah, for sure. George Michael rules. He's got hit after hit after tasty fucking hit. Mm-hmm. Um, going through this, I made a re- uh, kind of a revelation that where I was like, "Damn, he's got a lot of good dance songs." I like one ballad. Huh. And that one ballad is Careless Whisper, which is fucking... You don't like Father Figure? I hate Father Figure. Really? Yep. Don't like Father Figure. Don't like One More Try. I don't know that one. Don't like uh, any of the any of the slow songs. Where Did Your Heart Go? Don't know that one. Don't don't like What about Last songs. Christmas? That's kind of a little... That's a little bit jaunty. C- Christmas songs don't count. Christmas songs they're don't like, count. Yeah. They're and, and Careless Whisper is goaded. So, I mean... <laughs> you can't go wrong with Careless Whisper. But Surprise, you know... Is it because it's like creepy? No, it just kind of just kind of plods along. Oh, I think it's cool. I don't like it. Yeah. It's a little creepy. The too. sentiment is creepy. Yeah, it's the a music little creepy. Is cool. Yeah. But it's... Uh, but going through it again, I'm like, oh, even your like cheesy wham stuff is fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Great looking guy, great pop star. Yes. One of the first, like, human beings in pop culture I was aware of. Oh, interesting. One of my earliest memories, I have several early memories of, like, waking up in the middle of the night as a little boy, and the middle of the night is probably 9 p.m., Mm because I was, you know, I'm talking about, like, preschool age. Yeah. And... My parents would be downstairs watching TV and that we, you know, we had like a den, a downstairs den that was our living room. And I would like wake up and go downstairs to watch TV with them until I was sleepy again. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like four years old and watching the video for Faith. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I don't even know why they were watching like MTV, but I have a very early memory of, Hmm. of watching the video for Faith and really digging it. And I still do. The video and the song. That's a great song. Still my favorites. His stuff from Wham! 
it's real cheesy, but you're like, that's still good pop music. I love Wake Me Up Before You Go. That's I how never I get just, sick of it. I love that song. I love Careless Whisper. And I didn't know, which we'll see here, there's stuff before that. I didn't know until maybe a couple, a year or two after uh, Wham! Make It Big, which was that big album, yeah. that they had stuff before it. It was still pretty good, but it didn't cross the sea, the ocean, till right. uh, Make It Big. I'm going to ask you a dumb question. Yeah. I'm not sure here. Is Careless Whisper a Wham! song? Yes. Oh, I thought it was a George Michael song. No, it's a Careless, because it was, well, he wrote, he fucking wrote that when he was 17. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's uh, That was a Wham! song. Okay. Well, I think it was, if I'm remembering correctly, it's a George Michael song. He kind of did it all on his own, and then they put it on the Wham! album. I mean, I guess it would, because Wham! lasted to 86, and then yeah. Faith was his first solo album in 87. Technically, right? Faith is, is the solo album. Yeah. So he owed, anything that was recorded was recorded as Wham! Right. Uh, exactly. Which is a great name for a pop band. It's a great name for a pop band. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about George Michael before. I think we did last Christmas on a Christmas yeah, episode. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We've talked about Andrew Ridgely a lot. Andrew Ridgely, we're talking about how you get some love. Most of what I know about George Michael and Wham! trivially, I know from you. <laughs> yeah. Talking about them on our podcast. Yeah. Because for me, George Michael... Even though I have such early memories of him, I never got into George Michael. So I just know the big hits. Yeah. Yeah. Not only not, not no album cuts, but like even a lot of hit singles. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the list we have of, of stuff you chose for tonight, most of it I don't know. Oh, that's really interesting. You know, even though it's mostly music videos for singles. Yeah. It was mo- those almost. Yeah, all of those I put on were hits. Yeah. Yeah. I know, basically I know stuff, is Listen Without Prejudice his second album? Yes. So I pretty much just know the hits off of Faith and Listen Without Prejudice. That makes sense. And like, Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. Yeah. And that's kind of it. That's most. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like his later stuff, which I list, there's some I have on there. It gets really electro dancey. Right. Which I'm not a fan of, but I, I can appreciate, oh, this is still good, but it's still too little electro dancey. Yeah. So I just I kind of stopped listening. So I just wanted to let the person with the loud bumping yeah. music drive past. It's the cars that go boom. Yeah. Give it an edit. Yeah, so you're you're like the you're the George Michael expert in my life. <laughs> so even when you chose this topic and I was kind of researching for clips, I'm like, wow, I don't know what to pick because it's like I don't want to pick any of the clips I know because it's like, well, we really need like people haven't seen the video for Freedom ninety a thousand times. It's awesome, yeah, but it's too obvious. It so is. it's like the Faith video, so. So most of the clips are yours on this one. I'm going to go ahead and say, I didn't think we would have Freedom 90 on. Yeah. Freedom 90 is probably his best song. That song is, even to this day I hear it, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's good. There's there's one problem with it, though. Uh, what? You really don't know? No. It's too long. No, shut up. It's like five and a half minutes It's a long. dance song. It's supposed to be. There's a lot of songs you're going to hate then, because his, <laughs> his Wham! stuff is... Short, yeah, and peppy, and then uh, George Michael stuff. Like when you get to like after Faith and Listen Without Prejudice, it gets a little long. I'm gonna make a preemptive hot take that I'll never fulfill. Mm-hmm. I bet if I sat down and listened to every Wham album and single beginning to end, mm-hmm. and then listened to George Michael's entire solo catalog, I bet I would come out the other end and say I like Wham better. I than, would not be surprised that George Michael solo. Yeah, I would not be surprised. I bet it's a lot of real. 
pop, big pop hooks. Oh yeah, short, catchy songs. Yeah, and a lot of George Michael's output is like kind of R and B adjacent and yes. like long cu- club cuts. Yeah, and stuff that I'd be like, it's okay, but it goes it goes on too long. Yeah, no, you're about right. That's yeah. about right. He definitely got a little more. He got a little more R and B as he left Wham. Yeah. Um, although the first stuff I think that we're going to show is uh, is him being. His first attempt at being funky. Yeah, we uh, we're, we're going to go in kind of chronological order here. Mm-hmm. I think we've watched this first video. I don't know on the where I before. put it, but I think we have. But it's yeah. fucking great. Here's the other thing. I found out for this episode, and this blows my mind. This isn't just an early Wham single. Mm-hmm. This is the first Wham. Single. This is the first Wham single. Yes. This is how Wham announced themselves yes. to the world. Yes. That's nuts. Yes. Because this is Wham rap. Wham! Exclamation point. Rap! Exclamation point. Parenthetical. Yeah. Enjoy what you do? Question mark. Oh, it's a question mark. Is that not yeah. a weirdest fucking title? <laughs> Wham! 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 Rap! Enjoy what you do. Wham! Started as a hip hop act. <laughs> yeah, they were fucking. <laughs> George street. Michael. The first time anyone heard George Michael, he was a rapper. And this was a this was a big hit in Britain. Yeah, and it's 1982, so it's like one of the earliest rap singles. Yeah, too. it's really weird that he kind of, and it's kind of cool that he's like, it's not kind of cool. <laughs> no, it's cool that he's like, hey, rap's fucking awesome. Yeah. Let me try. This song is way hokey, it's, but it's not great. I knew about it. Yeah, here's why I think we've had it on the show before because I didn't know about it until you showed it to me, and I just assumed it was like. From Wham's third album, oh, yeah. they're well established. They're trying something different. No, this is their first this single. Is, this is them introducing themselves to the world. It's crazy. This isn't even George Michael looking at his best. Yeah, he's uh, he's okay. Right, he doesn't have the five o'clock shadow. Yeah, and the cool aviator yeah. sunglasses. He's not a cool guy yet. Not a cool guy because, like you, like I am. We well, are the authority, so you would know when he becomes cool. Right. So let us know when he becomes cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's a badass. He's cool. Badass rapper. The first lyric, yeah, is so genius. You got soul. No, when he oh. starts to rap. Oh, okay. I love this song. Oh, oh God! No. Hey, everybody, take a yeah. look at me. I've got street credibility. No, we've definitely had this on the show before because I remember like collapsing into myself <laughs> like a dying star the first time we watched it. Yeah. Like I am now. We probably put it on like an eighty-one to eighty-three. I bet. I'll bet. Yeah, that was it. I will way bet. Back which when. was way early. Yeah, way early. Oh my God! Like. The first Wham single is George Michael trying to beat Curtis Blow <laughs> yeah. and insisting that he has street credibility and it. backing it up with absolutely zilch. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. Hey everybody, take a look at me. I've got street, street credibility. credibility. Look, if you have to say that, then no, you don't. Right? <laughs> I'm <hearing> it again. <laughs> I like the tune though. I think it's a good tune. That guitar is good. I'm here for it. Does he have like a little rat tail? He's got a little rat tail. Oh, nice. 
He is a cool guy, then. He's a cool guy. Because yeah. he's got a rat tail. Because he's got a rat tail. And now he's coming up to see Andrew. Yeah. He's going to Andrew's house to be like, hey, man, don't listen to your parents. Get yourself a job. I don't want a job. Parents just don't understand. Here's some dancing. You know, hip hop. You know. Now, here's what's weird. Wham! Andrew originally George Michael, but then early on there was these two backup women singing as well. And they're members of Wham. And they were members of Wham. They weren't borrowed from Human League. <laughs> exactly. Okay. They were, and their backing band stayed the same. Oh. So they were actually. So it wasn't a duo. It was a band. It was a duo with the same members in the band, but that, those members didn't really get credit. Yeah. Yeah. Like the girls did a bit. And they were in leather jackets and dancing. To, they were good dancers, but it's real hokey. Yeah, if there is if there is a dab of hip-hop in the verse, once they get to the chorus, it no. just evaporates. Yes, and yet I love the chorus. I will give it this. It's still more legitimate as hip-hop than Hamilton. <laughs> Ouch. I would take this over a vanilla ice roll them up. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Look, I'll give it enough credit to say... It's. It seems hokier than it is, only because we know it's George Michael yes. and it's Wham. Yes. You know what I mean? If you saw this just by a couple of randos who never became anything, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, this is like a cheesy early yeah. rap." But you, we might not be dunking on it so much. True. And also, this was a hit in yeah. England. So I'm wondering if England, they were like, "Fuck yeah, this is great." <laughs> Yeah, this is Britain's first attempt yes. at hip hop. But all those you'll see in subsequent videos that the members of the band stay the same. Yeah. Dion Estes, my guy who followed me on Twitter way back when when I was I on Twitter, that, yeah. unfortunately yeah. passed away during COVID. Oh no, of, of yeah. COVID. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Great bassist though. Yeah. Uh, I'll also give it this: it's not any hokier than Rapture by Blondie. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's. That is, that's. Apt. I mean, that had a little bit more street cred because it had Fre- Fab Five Freddy involved. But yeah. like, Debbie Harry rapping isn't less whack yes. than George Michael rapping. Just because you have Basquiat in your video, right, yeah. doesn't make it any less whack. You know, and this is around this time. This is where I'm gonna. This is where I give shine to Andrew Ridgely. Yeah. Because again, I've said this before, he contributed very, very little musically. Musically. Yeah. But he was the one who was like. George, you're fucking awesome. He, you know what he was? He was the fucking Vince Vaughn in Swingers. Going, you fucking money. money. Your money, you don't even know it. Yeah, yeah. He would do that to George. Because <laughs> George like was like a fat, pimply kid. Yeah. But who had could sing and loved all this hard earned being. And George is like, we can be big. Yeah. We can be fucking huge. Let's do it, man. And he, like he pushed George to like come out of his shell. I love that story so much because it's the opposite of the story I thought you were going to tell. Which is, I thought you were going to say, like, Andrew Ridgely is actually a musical genius. <laughs> but because George Michael is is so good looking and has so much charisma and can sing, he's the one who got famous and Ridgely never gets credit. But he's actually the musical genius <laughs> in the group. But it's so the opposite. No, it's not. It's not at all. He it's, was just, like, the guy behind the guy. He was guy behind the guy who, you know, George struggled Mostly because of his uh, being a homosexual in the 80s, struggling yeah, with closeted that. And, closeted yeah. and couldn't come out. And Andrew was straight and didn't care. But he, So Andrew was like, I'm ready to party. We're like doing great. Oh, so was awesome. he out to Andrew all yes. along? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I he, yeah. Care. And Andrew was kind of like, we're getting paid. Yeah. I get the party. This is great. Yeah. 
that's just being a good friend, like yeah. the ultimate wingman, not even for hooking up, but just like making you a superstar yeah. and a filthy rich person in yeah. your lifetime. Like, what a great And pal. I think, to close up on Andrew, yeah. even though we'll see him again, it's like, when they broke up, it seems like they were like, yeah, makes sense. And Andrew originally made a ton of money anyway. Yeah, because he's, he's getting royalty checks for yeah. the rest of his life so on, he's, on Wham. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's fine. Every time someone plays that sax riff from Careless Whisper, <laughs> he's like, yeah. he gets a check for two cents, yeah. and he, that adds up, baby. He, he helped write, actually write some of it, so yeah. like he gets credit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Andrew Ridgely, good dude. Yeah, way to go. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to stay in 1982 for this next one. This and is going to sound a, like Wham Rap, but without the rap. This is, if not their second single, it's like second or third. I think it's their second. And this is the one, I saw this video. uh, This is a Top of the Pops clip. Yes, I saw this. I think MTV played it. I think they were just like, we need some shit. Let's put this. Top of the Pops. Top of the Pops. Well, because for people who don't know what Top of the Pops is, basically it's the UK American bandstand. Yes. It was, they would have the hit, the the artists of the day who had hits on the Top of the Pops. Come on and lip sync to their hits. Yes. So anyone listening is just going to hear the studio version of the song "Young Guns," uh, with more. See, they love uh, punctuation yeah. in their song titles. Young Guns. Young Guns. Go, Go for, for it. it. Parenthetical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but but they're you know pantomiming too. Yes. On top of it. I'll be interested to see if you like this song anymore. It's very. It's a synthy disco. Yeah. So far. So yeah. good. And it's, it's a little it's more the, back and forth with the with the with the women. Seventy percent disco, thirty yep. percent new wave. Yeah, maybe more like 60-40. So it's the same girl. Dionest is still playing bass with the awesome bucket hat on. Yeah, he fucking rocked. Yeah. Oh, he's, <laughs> rapping, he's rapping again. again. It's a little less rappy, but it's it's still rap. Look, I did it. George Michael started out as a rapper. Yeah, yeah. Only later on did he learn to sing. Wow. He was spitting bars. Also, not to be reductive, but how did nobody know that he was gay? (laughs) Okay, pause for a second. Yeah. Because I want to hear this course, which I really like. Yeah. No, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Literally. It was a different time. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, as a kid, like, when I saw... Particularly when I saw I Want Your Sex, which I love that song. Right. In that video, he's like rolling around with a hot, hot model. I'm like, oh, George Michael's a good looking guy. He pulls women. At that point, yes. But this early stuff, he's very, as the as the drag queen uh, Pearl says, flase da. What does that mean? It, 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 no. <laughs> it, you, it, you intuit it. Yeah. But like he's shirtless with a leather vest on and just the way he's moving. I'm like, yes, this is a proud gay man dancing. See, now as a like 12 or 13 year old, I was like, oh, he's just British. <laughs> he's yeah. just British. And I'm like, how how is he gay? He's like dancing with a girl. So in my head, I was like, well, he's straight. Because right. he's straight. Yeah. What would I know? It was a different time. You wouldn't like register. because Yeah, just wouldn't register. Yeah. It's a good hook. But like later, definitely, like especially the Faith era, it's like he's butching it up a little bit. Yeah. More. But like here, he's... Yes, this is cool. This I is think great. you probably this like great. this a little more. Yeah, this is great. I think I like this a little more too. <laughs> I like 
I like the bit. I like the early web setup with these two human leaky type yeah. uh, backup singers, the, and, the Wendy and Lisa of Wham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they were around. They were around during Make It Big. Yeah, because they're in the videos and they did some stuff. And then by after Make It Big, there was one more Wham album, and they weren't really around. The other, the rest of the band was though. Yeah. I think I owe it to myself to like. Dive into Wham. Like, I, I think gotta... so. <laughs> I think so. And also, this is weird, too, because, like, early Andrew Ridgely is just dancing around. Like, he must as well be a backup act. Yeah, yeah. And then by the time Make It Big comes, he's like, maybe I should wear a guitar. <laughs> and he starts wearing a guitar, like, maybe strumming it a little bit. It's just like the ultimate poser. Yeah. But he's, yeah. Also, yeah, the synchronized dancing. I love the dancing. ba 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 See, he's dancing with a girl, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So that's why I was like, well, okay. His cousin who he took to the prom. <laughs> girlfriend from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this I didn't... Like... See? She's rapping. Yeah. So is Andrew. Andrew's getting a little time. It does make me wonder, like, what George Michael's career would have looked like if he had started in the time where he wouldn't have to be closeted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's interesting. He seems very clearly gay early on here. Uh, and, and it makes me it makes me think, you know, you have to wonder if he, like, he must have made a calculated decision, like, I need to be, like, a cool, like, I wonder sex if that symbol was like, that will appeal to... I wonder if that was like once he started they started hitting in America. Yeah. He might have been like, I gotta I gotta kinda change it up a little bit. Yeah. I wonder like how he thought about that. Yeah. Whether or not he ever talked about it, I don't yeah. know, but Or whether he like freaking hated it. Yeah. But he was like, I'm I'm making huge records. And- I I do remember when he was outed in in like the late nineties and no one really cared. To, yeah. to my memory the response was like yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. like, good for you. Yeah. We still love you, George Michael. Yeah, You're George Michael. It was, it was the fine. whole like soliciting sex in right. uh, Beverly Hills, public that, and everyone's like, okay. So yeah, it was, it was kind of at the time where it was like accepted enough that no one cared, but I like I think it was still a surprise because we were still naive enough that we yeah. weren't like considering it. Yeah, I don't know how much of an open secret it was. I was in high school at the time, but I do remember it's like no one like. Seemed to care that much, except like Republican types yeah, that he exactly. got caught like getting a blowy in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, and we were we were all kind of like that rules. And, yeah, uh, and okay. he's like, and he's like, yeah, I am gay. And we were all like, yeah, great, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, we fine. We figured. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But not me. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> so this this is the edge. Oh, I think you're gonna like this edge of heaven. This is still Wham, but this is we're skipping ahead to '86, and this is like the edge of the this, end of Wham. This is the end of Wham. We're yeah. skipping Make It Big because I'm why there's yeah. no I'm not putting Kettle's <laughs> Restaurant or or uh, um, Wake Me Up, Wake Me Up, yeah. or oh no, I think there was another. There might have been an album in between because there was Everything She Wants, which is a great song, mm-hmm. and then there was the original Freedom, which is terrible. Yeah. The original Freedom yeah, should Freedom, not exist. Yeah, doesn't know. Freedom 90 is called Freedom 90 because Wham! had a song called Freedom First. Which is terrible. Yeah. It's not a good song. But this is the Edge of Heaven off of their album, Edge of Heaven. And it was the last, like, Wham!'s done. This is our last. Yeah, they had a farewell single. Yeah, right? yeah. 
and this is good. This is there's no rap in this. Okay. <laughs> yes. And they've this had is, some hits now, and they yes. realized that was a fun miscalculation. Yeah. We did it. Right. We can move on. <laughs> and now it's like, hey, we're big now. Yeah. We're we're gonna have a big glow up. So they look way good. Okay. And it's in black and white. Oh yeah, he's already got his kind of faith look. Yeah, here. he's got the faith look. He's got great hair. He's got when I think of five o'clock shadows, I think of George Michael. Oh yeah, he mastered shadows. it. He's fantastic. He's got the jacket. He's got the gloves. And you'll see it. They'll show Andrew. Yeah. With a guitar. There's generous shots of George's butt. Yeah. Oh, Andrew's got a leather jacket too. Yeah. George isn't wearing the leather jacket. He's wearing a fringy leather jacket. Yes, fringy leather jacket. As is Dion Estes. Dion fucking cool as shit. So let's see if you like this. Uh, Hard no. (laughs) I thought... I I wasn't sure. Yeah. Because it is poppy, but it's... I like this song, too. I remember again, I got this album for this song. It might be one of those pop earworms where, yeah. like, the first time I hear it, I'm like, what is this stupid shit? But if I listen to it four times, I might be like, no, actually, I kind of like it. Here's the, see if you like the chorus. Okay. See, he's playing guitar. Yeah, he looks, he's, he's being a real rocker. <laughs> yeah. And in this video, they're, inter- they're, they're clipping in... Um, Little snippets of past videos that they do, oh. so you can tell it's like, oh, this is a farewell. Yeah, because they just showed they yeah. showed they have a song called Club Tropicana, which is not it's real disco-y. Yeah. They did some Killer Whisper in there. That's from Freedom, not Freedom. <laughs> so they're all, all just, black and white. Yeah. yeah. So it is a definitive like we're done. Yeah, this is too. Uh, this is it rock too much? Is it too rock and roll? Yeah, for you? it's just too. It's just noise. <laughs> That guitar no, is It's hard. a little overproduced and big and poppy. I can see that. Me. It's yeah. very overproduced. Yeah. Yeah. Too clean. Yeah, I can see that. Whereas Young Guns feels a little like it was made in a garage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is just too big, you know. This is, yeah. they were fucking huge because they'd already had all of that. They'd played Live Aid already. Yeah. They'd had the, the uh, Last Christmas already. So they did all that. Uh, they do look great though you can yeah. see him transforming into uh, Faith George yeah really. and he's and he's doing that thing where he kind of claps his hands above his head and sort of wiggles his ass yeah wiggles yeah. his ass and that, that move that he does yes yeah. again though with the fringy jacket and like the, the leather gloves you're yeah. like nobody knew <laughs> he's like no he's just cool he's just British he's cool and British yeah, yeah. it's fucking awesome looks great he gets a ton of women yeah this album has one. Ge- I was looked for a video for it, but they have a song called "Battle Stations." Yeah, which is I'll be- play for you after heavy metal. It's a little rappy again. Oh, okay, but it's pretty good. <laughs> Look at the guitar. I, I'm a hundred percent don't think Andrew's actually playing it. No, he very much looks like a teen on like a Saturday morning <laughs> show. Yeah. Who, like about we're making a, a band. band, but they're just kind of like. Like, I love in those shows when, like, whoever they give the bass to is strumming yeah. it, you know? Like, yeah. Or, and, or, like, the drummer will just be kind of, like, bump and bump. Yeah. Just, that's how Andrew originally plays guitar. Bit. Yeah, I can see that. It's probably not plugged in. <laughs> it's for his benefit. Yeah. I'm hearing it 
with fresh ears with you, yeah. I do hear that. I was like, wow, this is really overproduced. Yeah. I'm not. I never really hit me. Now I still like it, but I'm like, wow, this is this is a lot. It's a lot of sound. It's a lot of horns, yeah. and it's real clean and, and bright in the mix, and yeah. it's just kind of... Yeah. It's not, like, dog shit, but... No. Yeah, but I wouldn't be, like, putting this on any playlist. You're you're a more Young Guns guy. Yeah. <laughs> young yeah. Guns, parenthetical, go for it! Yeah, well, I'm uh, Wake Me Up Before You Go Go guy. Yeah. I like to do the jitterbugs. Yeah. See now, the and you see the women are no longer; they're gone. Oh yeah, they're yeah, they're out. And then him and Andrew. That's that, that's probably it. And it came real close to five minutes long. <laughs> that is a little long. And it, for that. it does really not switch it up throughout. The, no. the, you know what? Here's here's the problem with that song. The whole song sounds like one long outro. <laughs> like it starts yes. at a hundred and yes. then it does not. There's yeah. no rising action yeah. to it. It just kind of yeah. there's no not really a bridge. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, it has the whole thing has that celebratory like outro. Like we've built to the climax and now it's a party and we fade out. Yeah, the whole five minutes is that. No, that's that's apt. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, but you know, I love them. I'm not you know, I'm picking nits. Here. Yeah, that's fine. So that was 1986, the end of Wham. Yes. We're just going to skip to the end of the fucking 90s here. We're going to skip. Uh, we'll, we'll go back oh, later. Okay, but for now, we're going to skip to 1999. We're yes. going to talk about like, it's not even late period George Michael, but this is after I stopped paying attention. It feels like late period George Michael, even yeah. though it's not. Because it's like 10 years later. The um, So yeah, we skip Faith because what are we going to put on Faith? I mean, and even all of uh, all of the early '90s and, and Listen Without Prejudice, volu- yeah. Volume One, Volume One, the only volume, the, the only volume. Which yeah. you're like, what happened? We can talk about what happened later. Yeah, uh, but let's go to Fast Love, which I like vaguely remember. Yes, yeah, like '96. N- yeah. yeah, yeah, '96. This is a this song just grooves. Yeah, and this is this is George being like, hey, I'm going to be a little more R&B. Right. Yeah. And I'm uh, at this point in high school and listening to like Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah. And not aware of what George Michael is yeah. doing except in bathrooms. Yes, of course. This is actually coming off of Edge of 17. This is going to feel real low key. Yeah. In a good way. So do you know this song? I've heard of Fast Love. I don't think like I couldn't sing it for you. Okay. I'm, I'm waiting to see if I recognize it. You know okay. what I mean? Boy, this is a 1996 video. Oh, it's so 1996. We're like, this is the future. Yeah. It's real bright. And this is where George is like, I'm cutting my hair short, and I'm going to have, like, the devil goatee for the rest of my career. I don't care for the goatee. I'm here for the hair. I'm not here for that style of goatee. Yeah. The, like, Van Dyke-y kind of. Yeah, like, it's the mustache with the soul patch. I I don't like it either. Like, but he I'm, looks like he's going to play the sheriff of Nottingham or yes, something. Yes, exactly. He looks like a villain. Yeah. And that's not how I want my George. Bring the prisoners to me. That kind <laughs> of, like, villain. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's not George. You're right. That's not George. But this song is. This song is very George. Yeah, this is, this is like, pure late 90s yeah. R&B kind of thing. And it's very it. Kirk. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> This is my... This would come on between Jamiroquai and Maxwell. Fuck yeah, it would. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it would. That's well said. This is probably my... 
third favorite George Michael song. Wow, after what? Well, I'm going number one. Number one has to be Freedom 90. It yeah. just has to. It's yeah. that good. It's not um, mine, but it's up there. Uh, and then number two, I don't know if we put it in, so I'll have to say I'm going to wait. I think I know what it is, and we put it in. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then and then there's I Want Your Sex, I fucking still love this day. Yeah. That's, that's a good song. But yeah, Father this figure is up there for me. That's a that's cool so song. Funny. I like it better than Careless Whisper. No. I mean, Careless Whisper has like the iconic sax, but yeah. uh, Careless Whisper has that just like maybe it's because when I was a kid, it's there's a yearning. I'm never gonna dance again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So what are your memories of Fast Love though? Literally just moving the, to LA. Yeah. yeah, like coming to LA and being like, "Oh shit, this is a new George Michael song," and the fact that this video, which is so mid '90s, yeah, like it's so like pretty, and the whole like, remember in the mid '90s where everyone's like holograms are the thing? Yes, and we're like, yeah, they're they're, they're starting to incorporate CGI into music videos, but yeah. it's real early days. Yes, but actually, this one doesn't make the mistake of going so hard into CGI yeah. that it looks like really cheesy now. Yeah. It has just enough that they're using it for effects, but it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. And I don't even really know what this video is about. There's devils, there's sexy people. Yeah. That this, seems about right. Yeah. This song is probably too long for you. Ooh, let's look at the running time. Oh yeah, it's five minutes it's and five, five seconds. <laughs> You're like, oh. Yeah. See, uh, I love this part where he's dancing in the rain. Yeah. And this 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 bridge I like too. <laughs> I also have the memory of uh did this did this come out both before or after he did? Before. Okay. Yeah. I uh I, I remember when he came out and that whole sort of non-scandal scandal happened. Yeah. And like I hadn't thought about George Michael in years, mm-hmm. which for my young brain was a very long time, and I just remember like thinking like Oh, George Michael, he's old. <laughs> he was like 32. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is crazy because, I mean, he'd started since 82. Yeah, he was a baby yeah. when Webb started. He was yeah. like 20, maybe? He was, yeah, like 19. Yeah. And so he'd already been around for like 14 years and he's like, oh, he's been around forever. Yeah, literally when he was outed, he was like 33. And yeah. I remember saying like, oh, that old artist, George Michael, yeah. who cares about him he's anymore? He's so old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he died again. He died in 2006. Well, he'd already had two careers at that point. Yeah. You know? It just... And, and because, he, like I said, he's one of the first pop culture figures I ever knew of. So it just seemed like George Michael has existed for as long as God, to my <laughs> yeah. brain. You know? No. He's been around and he was always recording. Yeah. You know, obviously he dropped off a bit and became more of a, you know, European phenomenon with doing the dance music. Yeah. Did, did he... Stayed bigger in the UK and Europe yeah. than he did in the US. Yeah, he always charted. Like uh, we'll have one song where I didn't even know it. Yeah, and uh, and then looking on, it, it, like it was huge all over Europe, and I was like, it didn't do anything in the, um, in America. Yeah, I think that, that tracks. I think that I think that scandal kind of hurt him a little more than the in the US, in other yeah. parts of the country and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Where he but, could but, be to me, but to me, it's like he had already dropped off before that happened. Yeah, he had. And to me, it gave him another pop. Where yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, remember George Michael? Oh, he's great. And guess what? He has a new single. Yeah. You know, the, 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 what is it? What's the one where in the video he's like dancing with like cops where he's like that's, in, in a bathroom where he's like making fun? That's of his, his response to it's called Outside. 
Ah, uh, right, right. Yeah, right. I want to go outside and, yeah. ba- and, and bang. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I almost put outside on, but I'm just not a... Because the video is great. And again, I remember the response was like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah. You go, George. Yeah, you're like, that fucking A, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember why we liked you. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You got a sense of humor about it. The song is... I'm, I'm not, not a great. huge fan of the yeah. song. Uh, so we're skipping ahead to a duet. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know this at all. I know this and forgot about it because it's one of those things that it's... This is George Michael and Mary J. Blige doing Stephen Wonder's As. Oh, it's a cover. It's a cover, which is, it's a, As is a great song, and their version of it is fucking great. Like, they do it justice. Yeah. And it was one of those songs that I heard constantly on smooth jazz radio, Uh but it was in a blend of all the other smooth jazz songs that I would hear. Yeah. So it it never really hit me that, like, it was a hit. Oh, okay. But it did pretty well. But it didn't do anything on the pop charts. Is this one that was huge in Europe? Yeah, this not the one I'm thinking oh. of, but this was, yeah. Okay. This is really good. I mean, I definitely don't know it. You know As, the song. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. And this is where you're like, God, George knows, he fucking like, loves and knows soul. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his hair's a little bigger again. A little bit. He, like, went, oh, he went bigger again. Still kept the Van Dyke thing. He wasn't trying to do that uh, mid-90s George Clooney look. He did the George Clooney for a bit, and yeah. then he's like, I'm done. He's like, why Why waste the hair? He is keeping the facial hair, yeah. which is regrettable. Yeah. But he can sing, man. He can sing. You know what I found, which was not to my taste, but was very good? Uh, I think it was on MTV Unplugged, but it was a cover of Bonnie Raitt's I Can't Make You Love Me. I almost put that on. Which is, it was yeah. a little bit too for me, treacly, but yeah. man, the dude can sing. He can sing. Yeah. He was great. So it's just a bunch of George Michael singing. <laughs> That's, yeah. They're doing like a being John Malkovich thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is unintentionally creepy. <laughs> yeah. Because there's just a bunch of George Michaels. Are there going to be a bunch of Marys yeah. to oblige? See? You uh, ask, you shall receive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her. But, like, she did a lot of duets with huge R&B women. Yeah, I, this is an aspect of his career I just missed completely. Yeah. Like, the big one, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I was like, I'm not going to do it. He did the Aretha Franklin, I Knew You Were Waiting. I almost put that on there, but I realized it's it's... More interesting is a curiosity than like a good song. Yeah, you know? it's not great. Yeah. I looked for, and I was like, fuck, I couldn't find it. There's nothing in it because it was a deep cut. He did a duet with Jody Watley. Oh. And Jody Watley's first album yeah. called Learn to Say No, yeah. which was kind of an anti drug song. Wow. But mixed in with like a love song too. Or no, maybe it was an AIDS song. It was what, a what year was it? If it was 97. Okay, I don't know if like. Pop culture was fully on um, yeah. the, um, the AIDS oh, epidemic. Oh, I'm sorry. Message. Maybe it was a safe sex song. Okay. It was either a safe sex or anti-drug song. Okay. But there's no video for it. It's not great. But this I, I really like. Yeah. I had no idea that George Michael had a duet with Mary J. Blige. Yeah. And I love, I love watching George Michael dance. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't like choreography dance no. but he just kind of he knows how to move yeah he's not like he's not like Bobby Brown at his height who can just do it and yeah. kill choreography it's he's just, just kind of feeling the music yeah and, and, and moving I, to I really like that yeah he does it really well he dances for himself and this fucking suit he's wearing is killer 
And it sounds like the original, maybe a little more smooth. It's hard. It's it's such a big swing to cover Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Like, you've got to have some balls to do it, and you better not fuck it up. And even if you do it as well as possible, it's not going to be as good. It's not going to be the same. So, But maybe you can just, you know, make make a mark with it somehow. You want at least to be able to honor it. Yes. Yes. It's just got to be an homage. That's the best you can hope for. Yeah, and I think it is. And especially with, like, you're going to sing it with Mary J. Blige? Okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, you better fucking have your A game. And, and I think it does hit the mark on, on all those. Yeah, points. I agree. Yeah, the whole thing is just a lot of George figures and a lot of Mary figures in a club. A lot of George's Michael and Mary's <laughs> J. Blige. Mary J's Blige, yes. It makes me wonder, I'm like, did they even film this video together? But for anyone listening, when we describe that, and that's not to say it's like like multiplicity, where there's like a lot of different versions of no, George it's Michael. it's all the same. It's all mirror images. It's all, all, yeah. yeah, it's all mirror images. Like Every version of each of them. And it looks like there's dozens. Yes. They're just wearing the same thing. Same thing, they're all the dancing the same. Yeah. Except at the very end, he's the DJ. Ah. But you know what you call that? A limited budget. <laughs> Let's just get it done. Yeah, they're like, we just got like four or five hours to yeah. fill this. Mary's coming in on a plane. Let's just film her, and she's <laughs> yeah. gotta go. I'm not gonna change costumes nope. twelve times. You got you the time for it. Yeah, that was cool. Okay, uh, we got another duet next. Oh, uh, this one is this the one you were talking about? This is the one I you didn't knew. Ex- you didn't know didn't existed? know existed, yeah. and was like, wait, Paul, put this one in. Yeah, because I did not know this was a thing until. A week ago. This is from 2000. Yes. New music. <laughs> new music. Brand spanking new. Yeah. Whitney Houston and George Michael did a duet. Yeah. Had no idea. My guard is up. You know, I'm I'm uh, real picky about Whitney Houston. Yes. It's an up-tempo. It's not a ballad. Okay. Um, they are in the video together, but like literally they are in the video together, which is kind of charming. Just one of each of them? Just one of each okay, of them. Okay, yeah. Classic. Um, classic. And, uh... Yeah, I'll, let's let's hear. Uh, if I told you that, if this is the one that you said was this the one you said was a big hit in the UK. This was the one that was huge. Really, what it was was, and I didn't know this. This is a alternative version of a song that Whitney had on that album, "Your Love Is My Love," mm-hmm. and it's a little altered version. It's a little sped up of like a remix. Not remix, they redid it. Oh. It was on a Whitney album, and then they redid it and put it on a George Michael Best Of album. Oh. That didn't do anything in America, but was huge all over Europe. Is he on the original too? No. Oh. The okay. original is just is her. Just her. And then she re recorded it she with like, George Michael. Yeah. She was like, I should make this a duet. And she originally was like, hey, Michael Jackson. Oh. Want to do it? And didn't happen. And then she's like, George. And George's like, fuck yeah. Cool. Yeah. I hope I like it then because I like that situation. It sounds very 2000s. <laughs> okay. Come yeah, on. It Whitney. looks a lot like the uh, video for Fast Love. A little bit. It's in a club again. Yeah. But it's a real club. Oh, yeah. So 2000. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh. Uh, 
I can do Destiny's Child better than Destiny's yeah. Child. Yeah, she's like, oh, Destiny's Child is a thing you like them? Yeah. Hold my beer. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's George. And I gotta say, I don't want to hear it with Michael. No, no. I, you know, I'd be curious to hear almost... Not that I don't like Michael Jackson. Yeah. But, like, what would any Michael Jackson song be like if George Michael had done it? Yeah. Which ones would be better? Which ones would be better? Which ones is that a sinful thought? I don't... I'm going to say it's a sin if he did rock with you. Or <laughs> don't stop till you get him up. Okay. Or human nature. Or thriller. <laughs> thriller. That actually be really funny. But, like, especially what we know about... Michael Jackson now and a lot of people are just uncomfortable yeah. listening to any of his music it's like wouldn't it be great if George Michael could just re-record Michael Jackson's catalog he could do he could do Man in the Mirror Man, I was just gonna yeah. say Man in the he Mirror he could do Man in the Mirror Man in the Mirror yeah that's the one George Michael Michael Jackson that's a great album yeah they can't believe it didn't come with this but this is like George Michael Michael Jackson Whitney Houston all dead <laughs> Yes. Yeah. All dead. All dead. All dead. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, so sad. Like, I'm watching this and I'm like, especially at the end, now they're going to meet each other on the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually really sweet. And I'm it's like... It's weird to think that they're both dead. They're dead. Yeah. They don't exist anymore. Yeah. This and video it, is them in heaven. Yes. <laughs> it's not... Look, it's Whitney dancing, which you don't see a lot of. She doesn't dance, right? No, yeah. she's not a... She's not bad at it. George is dancing George style. Yeah, and that, that's why I a love this arms. He's a big arm guy. Yeah. But he's great. And together, I really like them. You know what he does? He does the best version of white guy dancing. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Just kind of like... Yeah. And he can do it to rhythm. But, uh, yeah, but without looking corny. Yeah. And I don't know if they like each other, but I just think that they do. I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they just did it and were like, that's fine. Maybe I, I, I would like to think they liked each other as much as two fucking egomaniacs <laughs> yes, could like exactly. each other. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're not friends, but for this video, they're like, that was great. Yeah. I'll never see you again. Yeah. <laughs> I made you look great, and you made me look great, and that's all that matters. Love you. Bye. Love you. <laughs> I've always tried, and I can never figure out, like, they put it on his best of. Yeah. And not hers, even though it's originally her song. Right. But it was it it, it charted big in Europe. Yeah, I've never heard a note of this. I've never heard this song. I mean it is kind of generic. It's very two thousand generic. Yeah. Yeah. Not my kind of music, but it's completely it's, unoffensive to me. It's fine. Yeah. I don't hate this. Yeah. It's so like this is a song that's 2000 in the, on the radio. If you played it for me and said, who's this? I would not guess either. If you were so, like, this is, you know. Yeah. A part of my brain would recognize both of their voices. Yes. But it doesn't sound like either of their if, music if, that I yeah. have, So If you're like, this is 112 and the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, that sounds right. So let's like let's say for the sake of argument that this came out in the summer of two thousand. Yeah. What was I listening to? Hmm. Oh, I was just getting into Tom Waits. <laughs> I bought Rain Dogs that summer. Oh, that's because so I was getting ready for college, and I was like, "This is a good idea." What was two thousand? Well, ninety nine was uh, Voodoo by D'Angelo, so it's uh, kind of that. So, oh, uh, um, Lucy Pearl. That was two thousand. Okay. Yeah. 
I was also, I also uh, was listening to a lot of They Might Be Giants all uh, the time. Chipper Giants is good. Yeah. yeah. I've seen They Might Be Giants more than any other band live. Oh, really? Because my best friend from like first grade through high school graduation, who I was very close with, profoundly did not give a shit about music. Mm, that's weird. Like, the only music he liked was the Steve Miller Band. He had the Steve Miller Band's greatest hit CD, and that's the only CD he had. It's your greatest hit CD, but how can that be the only thing you like? Because <laughs> he doesn't like music. It's so weird to me. That's so weird. But he was my best friend. But then, like, someone he worked with uh, introduced him to They Might Be Giants, and he went crazy for it. And I was like, <laughs> I love They Might Be Giants. You like They Might Be Giants. We finally have, like, music in common. Yeah. So anytime they'd come around, we'd go see them. How many times have you seen them? Four or five. Well, that's a fair amount, though. For me, because I don't like going to shows. Yeah. 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 Wow. That was a tangent. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about George Michael here. <laughs> that's all right. On, on, on Music Radio. If you're just joining us. Uh, okay. Now we have to talk about Too Funky. Um, this is... We're going to... My number two. This is my number one by far. Oh, this is number two, but it's like... Freedom 90 is yeah. one... Too Funky is like 1A. Close. It's really close. I really want to spend a lot of time on Please. this. We could have just done an episode on Too Funky, yeah. for all I care. I'm going to go out there and say this is my favorite music video of all time. More than Freedom 90. Absolutely. This is great because it's a weirder. It's a little weird for me to talk about because, I mean, this video came out when I was like 10 or 11. Yeah, it came out in like... 90 when I was two or three when I was prepubescent yeah and this is a very sexy music video yes and this is still a time where I was not allowed to watch MTV but mm. I was allowed to watch VH1 yes because my parents were like not happy about the content on MTV yeah I think basically they didn't want us like getting into hip-hop I don't really know what the reasons were but this video is very sexy in very weird yes. ways yeah it's also very queer in certain ways mm -hmm. and I watched it a lot at a very impressionable age mm -hmm. and I think if you trace like the chemistry in my brain it explains a lot about like I'm straight but I love like drag culture and, you love and queer drag culture ways, yeah. my tastes are way more queer than straight like I'm not into like cars and yeah. sports but I love drag queens and like stuff that like gay guys <laughs> and I think it's because at this age I really liked the video for Too Funky yeah. and I really liked the movie Death Becomes Her <laughs> Death Becomes Her is a great movie yes also very sexy but also kind of like a it's campy campy yeah and like a queer mm -hmm. touchstone yeah but for me it's like Isabella Rossellini topless in Death Becomes Her mm -hmm. and all of the supermodels in the Too Funky video <laughs> Too Funky's great I was very interested in. that's so funny so it's a, it's a little weird to talk, but it's also just a great video. Yeah. So first we're going to watch the video for Too Funky, and I have notes. Ooh, excellent. Because uh, you chose it, but also like I was going to choose it. Oh, good. It. I didn't know, because I wasn't sure if you knew Too Funky. Oh. Because it wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> well, it didn't really, it didn't really chart. No, but the music video was music played was on VH1 huge. a lot. Yeah. And like, I watched it very closely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was directed by Thierry Mugler. Do you mm. know who Thierry Mugler no. is? He was, neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he died in January. Oh, no. And uh, I remember seeing an article and just looking at it. Uh, he was a French fashion designer, a very major fashion that designer. That makes sense for this video. And it makes sense why you and I don't know who he is. Yeah. 
but he died, and I was like, I don't know who that is. And then in the obit, it was like, he directed the video for Too Funky. I was like, my hero. <laughs> this guy gets me. I didn't know how important. Yeah. This guy is very important to my life, and I didn't know it. Also, because in the, not that we're giving anything away, but yeah. in the video, it's George Michael directing the video. So I was always like, oh, maybe he actually did direct the video. He, well, we'll Ooh. talk about that All a little right. bit. Because after we watch the video for Too Funky, we're going to watch the director's cut. Of the video for there's a director's cut. There's for Thierry Mugler's cut. That's so weird. I read an oral history of the making of the music video for mm-hmm. Too Funky. I have notes. Okay. Uh, so obviously he directed the video. He also designed and made all of the costumes because mm-hmm. the video was a fashion show. Yeah, like, people know what the video yeah. for Too Funky is. Right? Come on. It's a fashion show. He designed all those costumes, and um, there are supermodels in it. This comes after Freedom Ninety, yes. which famously had. Like Naomi Campbell, Linda Evangelista, Cindy, Cindy Crawford, Crawford. Elle McPherson? Uh, yeah, someone else too, I can't remember. The original plan apparently was to use all those same models again in mm-hmm. the video for Too Funky. But then Thierry Mugler decided like, no, I want to use different models. Except Linda Evangelista, she gets to be in Okay. One. So she's the only repeat yes, between the two. Yes, I recognize her, yeah. Uh, but the the models in this one are, and I only know two of them. And I wonder if you know other okay. ones, because I was never like a f- paying attention yeah. to fashion. But some supermodels are so big, you know their names. Uh, Ava Herzegova. Nope. Okay. Linda Evangelista. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nadia Auerman. No. No. Emma Sjoberg. No. No. Estelle Halliday. Maybe. Shauna Zadrick. No. Tyra Banks. Fuck Tyra Banks in this movie. You don't remember Tyra Banks is in this? No. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? When was the last time you watched it? I've not saw this video in a long time. Because you know, every time one of the models comes out in the crazy costume, the little script writes their name across the screen, but just their first name. Yes. Oh, I bet you you just make a connection that Tyra is Tyra. I just haven't seen it in a long time. I probably knew that. She's 19 in this video. Oh, God. This is the first time I ever saw Tyra in my life. I'm I'm assuming it's the first time a lot of people ever saw Tyra Banks. Unless she was, well, she was in the Samuel New Jack's uh, swing uh, video, Do You Like What You See? I played it. What year was that? That was 88. 88? Yeah. She would have been. We played it. She would have been like. 17. 16, 10. Tyra Banks was not 17 in 1988. If she was 19 in 1993. Was she 19? Okay. She was like 16. We played the video. She was in it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And Beverly Peel, but she's only in the director's cut, which is conspicuous because she's the only other black model. Oh. And she's not in the official version. And they're like. Like, not to be cynical, but you just know there was some record executive who was like, you can't have two black girls. You get one, you get one, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Also, Julie Newmar is the, like, older woman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, There's a couple of drag queens in it. Joey Arias, who plays, like, the person who's kind of running. The video is sort of like a, kind of like a noises off thing where the models are coming out on the catwalk and they're very, like, graceful and sexy and posed. But it intercuts that footage with the chaos behind mm-hmm. the scenes at a fashion show where yeah. like all the models are being pissy and the people who are like making them up, everyone's like going nuts trying to organize yes. it. And then as soon as they step on stage, they're like, boom. Yeah. Hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple of drag queens who were backstage. Rossi De Palma is not a drag queen. She's, we'll see her has a very striking face. And uh, here's an interesting thing. In the director's cut, there are way more male models. Oh. It's way gayer. 
I'm sure someone, some of the record company was like, can't have that many males. Yeah. Can't do or it. Or maybe George Michael. Could be too. Maybe he's like, I don't want to be, so I'm not there yet. Right. Could uh, be. Jaiman Hansu. Oh, is he? Yes. Holy shit. And Justin Chambers, who we were just talking about, The Offer, he's the guy who plays uh, Marlon Brando. Justin Chambers was a model? Yes. I had Apparently. No now, I think, I, I tried to spot him, and I can't, mm-hmm. but I think he's in the, uh, the, um, the official version. Okay. And is, is the male model who's like macking with Estelle. Oh, that's I so think weird. it's him. With like floppy hair. Wow. Because you know, it's 1993. Yeah. So let's watch. I want to do a lot of stopping and like yep. commenting. This video is very important to me. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Does it, it's very important to a, like a uh, pubescent it, Paul Chapinelli. It's interesting because it's also doesn't follow the Paul tradition of being a short song. It's a longer song. Yeah. But you're okay with it. My love of it is completely tied to the music video. Okay. Like I said, I watched it a lot. Yeah. I watched it very closely. It's imprinted on my brain. But do you like the song? Yes, I do. Okay. But I can't divorce the two. I so see. it's like, if I had never heard the song and you just played it for me now without yeah. the music video, I don't know if I would respond to it. Oh, interesting. Okay. But the video holds up and it's Yeah, still it's a great like, video. The models are fucking hot and the costumes are weird and cool. Yeah. Uh, I just love it. So right away, I heard there's these samples of Anne Bancroft from The Graduate yes. throughout it, which obviously I saw this a million times before I ever saw The Graduate. Yeah. So the first time I saw The Graduate, I was like, Bew! You're like, what? Like, oh, this is what that's it from. It was reverse engineered in your brain. The whole, yeah. would you like me to seduce you? Yeah. Thing. And this is on the single. This is not just for the video. It's on. Right. It's definitely, yeah. it's part of the song. Yeah. And it's, it's cool as hell. Yeah. So this first model is Ava Herzegova. And it's just this opening shot where she kind of pulls the yeah. coat open, where she's got the window on the... And then she never appears in the video again. Oh, I didn't But know. we'll see in the director's cut, she's one of the models who gets a catwalk oh. in this outfit. Interesting. So, I don't know. I don't know what, why, how they made the decisions. Would you like me to produce you? Oh, that beat is so good. Yeah, it is. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Y'all ready? Too funky. That's so, so that's good. That's Julie Newmar. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. There's some male models dancing in the background. But Linda that's Linda a Linda Vendley's thing, yeah. With the crazy wig. Yeah, I remember being it. It's a cool-looking wig, though. Yeah. And then, like, if I remember, like, the lighting changes when it... Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're so put together. Oh, I haven't seen this in a long good time. Good acting, where she's, like, all annoyed yeah. backstage. And as soon as she steps out, like, the big smile. Yeah. And, uh, and selling it. Fur coat. And, yeah. And there's George, quote-unquote, directing it. Yes, which is not part of the director's cut. George Michael added that later. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. This is Nadia Auerman. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> the other thing I think every time I watch it, and I remember thinking every time I watched it as a boy, is like, I can't pick which one is my favorite. Like, which one is the hottest one? It's like, yeah. whichever one is on the screen. Is on the screen. Now, I'm going to guess for me, it'd probably be Tyra. Like, I can't decide. Wow. Tyra, like, I don't know who Nadia Auerman is, but she's hot as yeah. shit in this. Yeah. It's not a subtle song. No, it's so good. Well, you know how it started. It's, uh, this was never on one of his albums. No, it was supposed to be yeah, on... Yeah, supposed to be uh, on Listen Without Prejudice. Volume 2. And he got pissed off at his record company. He's like, yeah. fuck you. 
I'm donating it to Red Hot and Blue. Right. And then that, I think this is the last thing he ever did. Red Hot and Dance. Red Hot and Dance, yeah. Uh, which was an AIDS uh, charity yeah. album. Which I bought the album for this song. Yeah, and the, the video was for charity too. Everyone on it yeah, he, worked for they nothing. They donated everything to it. Um, yeah, so it's on just a compilation album. But there's like three George Michael songs on that album. Yes, there that are. all supposed to be for volume two. Yeah. But he just never made volume two. Yeah. And then he, he sued Sony for not supporting Red Hot and Dance enough. Yeah. yeah. He was like, fuck you. Which I was like, that's a shame because Too Funky should have been... It was never released as a single. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, oh, it wasn't it was just, on, really wasn't really on the radio. Yeah. It, was, it was just on that compilation the, and, and the video. video. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was never on the radio. That, no, it wasn't. Because I watched the video a lot, as I yeah. said. Uh, I love this motorcycle. The motorcycle one, yeah. And she's like revving it. This is Emma Sjoberg. She's got the red wig and she's playing with the gum. And like, I love the part where she kind of like checks herself out in the side view mirror on the... Yeah, this is such a good video. Yeah. Yeah, see, now I'm also like, nah, maybe Too Funky is better than Freedom 90. <laughs> it's so close. I don't know if the song is better, but the video is. The video is, yeah. And that Freedom 90 video is good. Now, this is this woman in the uh, cowboy, sexy cowboy outfit is, I forgot to write it down. I'm sorry. Connie something. And the story there is, that is a uh, trans drag queen. Mm. who they got for the video oh, but you wow. notice that she does not get her name they do not show her face yeah. they just kind of show her a bird's eye view of her walking up and down and I, I literally did not know until I did homework for this episode who that was I was always just kind of like who's the sexy cowboy that yeah. is like mysterious and it's probably because she was trans that they were like they were like eh, we can't do that yeah, yeah. And then Julie Newmar. Yeah. See, this this is uh, Joey Arias, who's a drag queen. Oh, play, okay. They're play, uh, playing, like, the main designer of yes. the show. Yes, And then Julie Newmar is, like, their Become assistant a stage manager, putting it, like, running yeah. the show. But in the narrative, she's the one who's, like, losing her shit and yeah. going crazy. And at this point in the story, she walks out on stage... Right? Oh, yeah. And then she kind of rips her coat off. Yes. And then realizes she's on stage and starts posing up a storm. Yeah. Julie Newmar was already like 60. Yeah. Yeah. She did this. And she, they, uh, I read the oral history and she said like, she told him, she's like, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it once. So make sure you get it. <sighs> That's great. And they said she went out there and she did all that shit and the crowd went insane oh, for her. awesome. Yeah. And, just gratuitous shots of her yeah. in the shower yeah. with, the, with the dress on. There's Julie oh, Newmar. Yeah, yeah, looking great. She pulls off the coat. Of course, oh, she's got yeah, a cat suit right. on, right? And she's just bam, bam, oh, bam. She's killing it. Yeah. Now this, I never knew this until I read the oral history either. Also, Emma Sjoberg is the same model. Oh, really? As the motorcycle I had thing. no idea. And I always wondered, I was like, how come they never put this model's name? Because they already Who's did. That? Because they already did. I didn't know it was the same Where one. did you read this oral history? It was on, it, I found it. It was an article in Vogue. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I can't choose a favorite, but this costume always knocks me out. Mm. This robot costume, which they made hmm. the like polished metal sci-fi like right on her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. And then her ass looks great in it. Yeah. And she has great hands for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> just me yeah. 11 years old like so many different Dis kinds of discovering women. so many things yeah, yeah. 
Okay, I do recognize that's this. That's Estelle Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just got like the femme fatale yeah. look with the big... I think that's Justin Chambers. Wow. Brando from The Offer. Brando from The and Offer. And I guess he's on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Now I remember who that is. You know how they just let male models and female grind models just you know, grind on fine. the runway? Yeah. Oh, I remember this character. Like, all the characters who are, like, in the crowd. Yeah, that's Lip Sync uh, Drag Queen. Now, there's... Now, here's why Tyra wins. Yeah. Because Tyra wins because she walks out like, fuck everyone. Everyone can fucking eat my dust and watch do. this. They all she do. She nails it. She's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You all think... She's so fucking confident. She, like, I look like I've been emphasizing I have vivid memories of watching this and like I remember seeing Tyra Banks for the first time in this shot and just kind of being like wow yeah I (laughs) I remember now like watch her walk where everyone has a really good walk her walk is like I fucking own you all yeah and that green sheer like robe look with pasties yeah and it's yeah it's and they've got her kind of in slow-mo yeah That's Linda, Linda Evangelista again with, again, the, with the, the weird, ostrich, yeah. like, mane. I think my favorite part of the video is coming up. This part, where they just keep going to the different models walking. Yeah, where they This is of, the best part. It's like the retrospective of the video yeah. you just saw. Including Julie Newmar. Yeah. yeah. I really think that Emma Seoberg looks so hot in yeah. that weird sci-fi thing. The way she turns and does yeah. the thing with the hand, I was just like, oof. Hand movements. Yeah. And I don't know who this is. This I don't must know who that be, is either. Uh, you know, I wrote down names because I don't know who they are. Shauna Zadrick, I guess? Uh, don't know who that yeah. is. Directed by? Directed by Question Mark. Because guess what? This may surprise you to know, but George Michael, the huge pop star, and... Uh, and Thierry Mugler, the huge French fashion designer, uh, argued with each other on set. Quoi? <laughs> like, George Michael picked him and hired him. Yeah. But then, in the oral history, it was like, yeah, it was very tense. I'm wondering, like, he obviously hired him. And then, you know, Freedom 90, he's famously not in the video. Right. And then in this one, well, I guess we'll see what the director's cut. George is not in it. Right. But it's just those shots of him with the camera yeah. that are obviously he's not Put there. Later. Yeah, yeah. They Which I like. Yeah. I like. I think it's a good. Addition. It's cool. Yeah. Yes, it's very cool. But apparently, what happened was after like a couple days of shooting, George Michael was there and he was like, "Okay, we got everything we need for this." And Thierry Mugler was like, "No, nah, I'm not done. Like we've got like one or two days left, and I don't have everything I want." And George Michael said, "But we have enough, and we're gonna we're gonna stop yeah. now." And they were fucking, like, arguing. And Linda Evangelista had to, like, mediate between them. And there was, and according to the oral history, it was like, yeah, they went into some back room for, like, a two-hour meeting where Linda Evangelista was like, okay, boys, now, let's talk it out. Wow. And uh, maybe, uh, you know, like, George made... They did film for another day or two yeah. or whatever. But I think George added more influence mm-hmm. than was originally intended, which is why they did, like, that... Cheeky directed by question. We don't because he had more of a hand in it. You know what? Then... I'm gonna shockingly, I'm gonna ride with Team George. Yeah, because he's the one that has to pay for the fucking video. 
It comes out of his money. Because it's charity? No, because all videos are paid by... It comes out of their... Uh, oh, really? It's yeah, part of their pay? It's part of their... Like, when they get that advance... Right. They have to pay for the video. So that comes out of their advance. Oh, okay. So I'm sure George is like, I'm fucking paying for this. We're, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Thierry Mugler is not just some, like, work-for-hire music video director. Yes. He's a dude who's used to being in charge exactly. of his world. Yes. So if you hire a guy like that, you need to expect... So maybe George is like, well, you get what you pay it for, It was a George. miscalculation. That was your, yeah. That's on you. I don't like the director's cut better. But we're going to watch it, and it's... An interesting take. Is it feel that much different? That's what I'm wondering. Yes. Oh, okay. There's a lot of the same footage, but it tells a different story. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more kinetic. It doesn't focus on the runway as much, although that's there. Mm-hmm. And there are... Well, well, we'll just watch it. We'll just watch it. But it doesn't have any George Michael in it. Oh, see, that's already... And there's <laughs> way more dudes, like, in it. Yeah. The director's cut. Yeah. I'd never seen this so interesting. So it just starts it right away with yeah. the backstage chaos. And it has that background sound of chaos, which the first one didn't. There's a lot more camera movement yeah. and like quick cuts. And we're starting with the trans yeah. queen, not Linda. Linda doesn't show up until the middle. And then there's a guy lip syncing. There's a couple shots of one of the male models lip syncing, which I do not like at all. I don't like that at all. I don't want that. That's interesting. There's a couple of models' butts, including Jaiman Hansu's. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's like a baby. Yeah. Now we've got the shots of, I think, Justin Chambers. That is, yeah. And uh, Halliday Macking, which doesn't come to later in the other cut. But we haven't seen any of the... There's none of the script saying their names. Yeah, which or, I like. Or focusing on each of them individually, like yes. having their runway moments. They don't feel like characters. It feels movie. more like a typical MTV video. Yeah, it's like, just like, cut, cut, yeah. cut, shot, shot, shot. I agree. Yeah. But there are some interesting shots you don't get in the standard version. Pirate already showing oh. up first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking like $3 billion. A little bit more of a lingering introduction. On, this uh, feels more, maybe because it's, it's the director's card, maybe it was not officially done. But right. This feels more disjointed where the yeah. first one feels like there's a story. Yes. Like I get like, the, in the first one I get this like, oh shit's going bad backstage and they're just trying to work it as best they can. Right. Here you're just like, okay, they're doing a fast. It's show. too fast. It's too fast. But I am very interested in all the footage that I never saw. The shots are really interesting. Yeah, there's more right here of Linda Evangelista being pawed over yeah. backstage and getting frustrated before she goes out. Yeah. Now, see, this is the model from that opening shot. Oh, In yeah, the official yeah. version, this is her catwalk. Yeah. I don't need it. I fucking don't want another guy lip syncing. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I hate it. See, Linda is very annoying. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you've got that shot of Julie, New- uh, of the model who's like in that shower and thing. She, and they're and like, Julie get out of the Newmar shower. Is trying to pull her I out don't want to get out yeah. of the shower. <laughs> That's interesting. And then I like the way they sell 
because we saw more of Linda being upset. I did like that better. It sells the moment yeah. better when she steps out. I agree out with that. This. But then you only see two seconds of her. Yeah. And it's like, no, show more of the... You want to see the runway. Yeah. That's the point. I think, like, Terry Moogler submitted this and they were saying, look, there is a 10-year-old boy in Providence, Rhode Island who needs to have a sexual awakening. Yeah. You, okay. Are, are you going to care about his needs? He doesn't care about the male models' butts and them lip syncing. Yeah. We need to see more women on the runway. We want more runway for Pauly Champanella. Yeah. But keep the drag queens because he's going to like that. Trust me. He's going <laughs> to, maybe he won't understand it immediately, right. but down the line, he's going to be a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> Couple more quick shots of Linda. There's, oh God, the, it ruins it. Yeah, the lip syncing is bad. It's yeah. only a couple of quick shots. There's one more. There's more, and there's too much of it. Yeah. Like, I don't care that there are male models. No, I just don't want a lip syncing. But close your mouth. Here's another model who, I don't know who it is, if it's someone we've seen before in a different costume. Oh, maybe, I don't know. But she has a whole moment that's not in the other video. There's uh, the ostrich yeah. version of Linda. Now this is the other black model who's cut out completely from Beverly Peel sounds Beverly very familiar. Peel. Yeah, and she looks amazing. And I wish they hadn't. Cut yeah, her. they should have kept her in. Yeah. They should. That's a mistake, right She's there. She's hot as hell. Yeah. The motorcycle outfit, not as good as the sci-fi outfit, but because very the, cool. Because the cuts are so quick, it doesn't feel as sexy. It. Do, that's true too. Yeah. That is. It is. Now I love that moment. That's a good look. That's a good move. That the all this time the robot look started with a blue wig they that she kept takes that. off, yeah. and it connects her more to the motorcycle look because yeah. it looks like a duplicate of the red wig that she's wearing, but blue. Yes, and I think if that had been in there visually, I would have realized that's the same model. That would have been cool, which I never knew. For I like that's years. a good move. Yeah, taking off a wig and then being this metal helmet, and there's like a coat over the yeah. rest of the look. She's pretty. That was just me at 10. Like, I like she's her. Pretty. She's pretty too. She's my girlfriend. She's my <laughs> and then uh, the, the Julie Newmar moment is rushed. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Narratively, it does make more sense coming at the end, but... It feels like an afterthought. It does, because the song's already winding down. Yeah. So there's no build to it. And then the last shot is, I believe, Justin Chambers. Yeah. With his awesome back. Yeah. Great they, lats. And they've, yeah, and they've written, we must protect ourselves because it's 1992 yes. and everything is AIDS messaging yes. and safe sex messaging. Yep. Which, this I like too. Uh, I don't mind yeah. this last. No, it's cool. I like in in retrospect. I think if people weren't there, it seems kind of corny. But it was like yeah, yeah a lot of people were, were dying. No, everyone was fucking dying, dude. Yeah, I really wonder, like, to the extent my generation was so fucked up by that. Because again, being preteens, yeah. at the peak of like, you have to have sex safely, or you're going to die, oh, die, yeah. die, like. We learned that as we were learning that sex existed at all. Yeah. <laughs> like the two messages came at the same time. Yeah. It was like, here's this thing, and if you don't do it right, you'll it'll kill you. It will kill you. It's a deadly disease. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. Very that strange is true. times. Uh, but yeah, that that cut part they cut out of the official video, which I'm surprised at because I'm surprised it was that too. an HIV AIDS charity. Yeah. Segment. Why not just leave it in? Yeah. 
Uh, but the first video is much better. It is a thousand percent better. Yeah. But there are a few some story moments, moments in yeah. here that I wish were there. Namely, more Linda Evangelista backstage. Mm-hmm. More of... It turns out that the whole sci-fi robot costume, that was a reveal where there yeah, originally there was nice. a jacket and a wig yeah. that were supposed to come off. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. And uh, uh, just more of, what was her name, Elle? The one in the shower. Beverly, just, well, Beverly Peel. And Beverly Peel should be in there. Beverly Peel yeah. should be in there. And uh, no, it was Nadia Auerman in the shower. Oh, yeah, yeah. With, uh, with Julie Newmark that was trying a nice to pull moment. her out of the that shower. That was a nice moment, too. But yeah. that, it's, that was fascinating. I had no idea that existed. Yeah. That's cool. I'm so glad. Like, no, it's not as good, but it's my favorite video ever. So, yeah, I want to watch the director's cut. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but you're right. It's not as sexy. No, it's not. And I do, like, even though it was tacked on because George Michael had a little, uh, you know, hissy fit. Yeah. With Thierry Mugler. I like the shots of him as the director. Yeah. It's like he's a voyeur almost. Like, yes. It and is I, very I voyeur. Yeah. Yeah. And also, he's wearing one of those early '90s scripty sports yes. caps, and it's an LA Kings hat. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, oh God, I want to talk more about Too Funky, <laughs> but uh, we have one video left. Yes. Uh, do you remember who Mark Wilde is? Does that name ring a bell? Yes, but I don't remember why. He did a sax cover of "Peg" by Steely Dan. Oh yeah, we. Ha- yeah. I. I oh, I'm not trying to so tease good. you, Mark. We're not going to get to see Mark. Oh, Wilde. you fucking asshole! But we are. Going to see a similar video by a, a home musician mm-hmm. who did a cover, a, a all sax cover of Careless Whisper. Ah, that's fantastic. It's not Mark Wilde, but it's almost as good. That's a great way to end this, too. This is, yeah, this is, uh, this is a young man from South Korea named Daehan De- Choi, mm-hmm. who's a little dweeby saxophone player who, like Mark Wilde, you're going to say, like, what is this guy going to do that's so good? And then he and plays then a get great it. version of Careless Whisper. His tone is so good. I not, can't wait. Not as good as Mark Wilde. Mark Wilde's tough, tough but, to beat. But pretty good. So this is South Korean young man Daehan Choi playing Careless Whisper. Just, I cannot wait. Just sex. Wow, it's got over 2 million views. Yeah. <laughs> Very clean. I mean, do you even need the lyrics? No. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I do like the lyrics. They yeah. could the horse. Theo can play this on saxophone. Really? Yeah, he said it's not that hard. Okay. But, but he couldn't do the whole song. He could do the, that part. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, Dayhan. Get some. Oh, uh, this is... This could easily be on smooth jazz radio. Yeah. Like 100% where there's like, here's the smooth jazz version of... The, an instrumental version yeah. of Careless Whisper. It is smooth oh, jazz. I'm ready to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. Well, that's what Dehan was uh, trying to do. I like it too. Like, he's like maybe at school because he's in the sound studio almost. Like, maybe he's just like at his school's like music room or something. Yeah, he might be a teenager. I'm not yeah. sure. I feel like he looks real young. He's, really, he's a band geek. Yeah. This is a South Korean band geek. This is really good. I'm going to play Theo this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, take a break. Yeah. Yeah, get ready for verse two. <laughs> yeah, shrug those shoulders. Yeah. Get the knots out. You got this You've been is putting in work, great. kid. 
He's got good tone, He's right? He's got really good tone. Yeah. Because that's the thing about this. Maybe it is easy to play, but you've got to feel yeah. it. You've got to play it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to hear when it builds at that last moment tonight the music seems so loud. Yeah. To see how it gets... This is so much better than Father Figure. You're on fucking crap. Because <laughs> you're so much better than Father Figure. It means so much more. Yeah, key change. <laughs> He's good. He's good. <laughs> and then he, there's a little bit of the Michael in the yeah. back. Oh, and then he goes right into it. This kid practices hours oh, every day. Yes, just to get it right. That's amazing. I wonder if this part is like one of the most well-known sax parts ever. I, I think a lot of people know the sax part from yeah. Careless Whisper and don't know it's a song called Careless Whisper yeah, they by just, a band they called just, Wham. Yeah. They just oh. know that. Go ahead. He's yeah. freestyling a little bit there. He's going to hit it. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna dance with you? Please stay. Ah, uh, this is so good. Yeah. They've got some karaoke vocal yeah. additions in there uh, just to color it a little bit, but this is hitting me in the sweet spot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Dehan. Wow. Go for it. Yeah. Oh, now, now he's just going off the dome. Yep. He can freestyle too. Oh. <laughs> oh, fade. Yeah. Fade. Yeah. That was the only way. To end this episode. Well, of course we had to end it with There's Careless no Whisper. other way we could have ended it with <laughs> this guy doing that. I was like, are we going to go a strict chronological order? And I said, no, because I have to spend a lot of time on Too Funky. Yeah. And then we have to go out on Careless Whisper. Yeah, it was a perfect way to go out. Now, the only reason it didn't... I think the only reason it didn't hit as hard as Mark Wilde, and this is to Dehan's credit, is because Mark Wilde multi-tracked himself. Yes. And this was just one straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if this kid had recorded it a couple times and done... Put it all together. ...the layers and stuff. Yeah. We yeah. would have been losing our We'd shit. Been crying. Yeah. <laughs> Tears. I love finding good... There's so many bad covers mm -hmm. on YouTube of just, you know, just uh, jabronis with their yeah. guitars being like, I'm going to do a County Crows cover or whatever. <laughs> I was just about to say County yeah. Crows. <laughs> But every once in a while, you find that diamond in the rough, and you're that like, is... fuck, yeah, you are talented. Yeah. And you get it. Yeah. You get the message. You yes. get the task. Yes. Uh, George Michael would be proud George Michael of would Dan be like, Choi. Guarantee you, George would be like, fuck. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's that was our George Michael episode. We a did long, it. A long time coming. Yeah, oh, well overdue. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I, I learned so much about George Michael from you, Kirk. More than you probably ever needed to know. Yeah. And it, and it forced me to learn so much about Too Funky. Yeah. 
which I'm so glad to know because that video is so important. I did not know, A, that Too Funky was so important to you or that yeah. there was a director's cut. That is fascinating. I didn't even know that until a week ago. So oh, that's crazy. Yeah. This music ray gun makes me learn shit yeah. that I probably never would have. As we much keep... as I love that video, I never thought to like... I wonder if there's a director's cut of it. Never in a million years. You just go, yeah, it's the video. Yeah, but then I do research for this show and I'm like, holy shit. Music Reagan teaches. Yeah, it even teaches us. Yeah. Well said. But that's the end of this episode of Music Reagan. Uh, Music Reagan is produced and co-hosted by me, Paul Ciampanelli. And me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme music is by Bagweed. Check out his stuff at bagweed.bandcamp.com. Until next time. See ya!